feel the pressure and urgency to generate good ideas? Or do you make time to be innovative when you have time? Our economy is driven by innovation. New products, new ways to deliver, new methods to serve, and that requires creativity. In a 2015 study on global innovation, U.S. companies spent $145 billion on research and development each year. However, our research shows that despite its perceived importance, innovation is a difficult quality to cultivate, both in leaders and in organizations. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zenger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm your host, Brianna Corin, and joining me today is leadership development expert, renowned psychometrician, and my father, Joe Folkman. Today, we are discussing one of your favorite leadership behaviors. Uh-huh. Innovation? Uh, Yes, I believe this is truly one of your strengths in many ways. I remember last summer looking at the basketball hoop outside of your garage and the stand was broken for a while, but you managed to fix it by, I don't even know what you did. You like cut these metal bars and wires and managed to prop it up. And you know, most people Google how to fix things, but... You just make stuff up, and most of the time it works out. <laughs> well, you know, I, I learned that while working on a farm, you know, where people put stuff together with baling wire, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I did it. I, I did fix that. Well, since you mentioned it, I did have an experience that ties into innovation. I remember... On a Saturday afternoon, my son and I were given the impossible task to remove some hideous hedges from the front of our house. Mm -hmm. And my son and I were sitting on the porch looking at the side of a pick and a shovel. (laughs) And my son said to me, this is a really terrible idea. And I replied, (laughs) you know, I know it's a terrible idea but I don't have a choice. (laughs) And at that point, my wife drives out the driveway, blows kisses, says, I love you. It's like, oh, God. So we began the arduous process of digging up these trees, these bushes. And as we started to dig, I I had a vision. And Mm. the vision was my 1988 Ford F-250. It's a four-wheel drive truck. It's It's a beauty. It's a beauty. (laughs) (laughs) And and basically, it just sits around waiting for something to do. And here, I I, the vision was, you know, we would just back the truck up. I'd get my tow rope and my chain, wrap it around the trees, and rip them out. And I I told this to my son, and he said, that would be fun. (laughs) so we got the truck we hooked everything up we pulled out the trees and you know it was fun I mean we were given a hard boring task but when he introduced innovation into the mix it suddenly turned into fun 
-hmm. And it was still hard work. And I, I won't really give you all the details about the damage we created when we tore up the sprinkler pipes. But <laughs> <laughs> what I learned was this experience, uh, when we introduced innovation, it has the ability to inspire and motivate and, and really create a lot of energy for, for everyone. Um, I'm convinced that there's a part of us that wants to be innovative. And while it may be comfortable uh, to do what you're told or just do things the way you've always done them in the past, a wandering mind is, is free to dream and think up better ways. Mm. And it's our nature to discover uh, new, innovative, different products or processes. Why organizations ever stifle their employees' innovation is beyond me. And there's great value for innovation in the workplace. And how can organizations not stifle but encourage innovation? So Zenger Fogman did a study with 700,000 participants to rank the importance of innovation among 15 other competencies. And this competency ranked as number 13 out of the 16 in order of importance. It surprised me how, how low that was ranked. Yeah, it is surprising because when you talk to a business and you say, how important is innovation? And they go, wow, it's, it's really critical. I'll bet it's one of the top three issues yeah. we need to focus on. I mean, they all believe that it's critical for them to innovate. Mm -hmm. But when people are asked what's really important for an individual leader, they tended to focus more on getting the individual tasks done, focusing on your job and developing other, you know, but they didn't see innovation as terribly important to do right now. Yeah. It was like, if, if we have time, we will get around to being innovative. <laughs> so how did a leader score on the competency of innovation when rated in a 360 assessment? Well, a little better because they came in at 10th place. <laughs> so yeah. that's three better, but it's still that, you know, so what that's saying is it's not very important and people aren't great at it. Yeah, because they're not really prioritizing it or making time for it. Well, it was interesting that on the self-rating, when people gave themselves scores on innovation, uh, they were a bit better and they were in eighth place. <laughs> oh, okay. So, 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 so that we all believe we are more innovative than we actually are. That, that, that probably seems about right. Well, finally, when we singled out the score for direct uh, managers, uh, the innovation fell to the 12th place. So, uh, you know, and that's the person that has the most influence over what you do. Yeah. Now, these scores aren't unexpected. The low importance ranking obviously reflects the leader's lack of desire to focus on and improve this skill. Uh, Clayton Christensen, our good friend, the late Harvard Business School professor, has written many books on innovation. And, and he made an interesting observation that unsuccessful companies put undue emphasis on customers' current needs and they fail to adapt technology or business models to meet the customer's unstated or future needs. When you consider these low importance rankings on innovation and Clayton Christensen's research on disruption, 
it's not hard to understand why so many organizations get disrupted by uh, in more innovative competitors. True. Employees in these disrupted companies continue to work in the same way they've worked in the past, doing the same thing the same way. And that's why they got disrupted. You know, in many ways, the data we're presenting here supports Christensen's assumptions. Most of the competencies that score high in importance rankings are useful in meeting customers' needs. Stuff like, you know, taking initiative and your technical expertise and driving for results. In addition to that, a McKinsey survey showed that most executives are generally disappointed in their ability to stimulate innovation. Some 65% actually of the senior executives they surveyed were only somewhat a little or not at all confident about the decisions they make in this particular area. If innovation is one of the most important issues for an organization, then leaders need to focus on becoming more innovative. This requires a shift in mindset in order to recognize how improving innovation will positively impact the day-to-day work. Now, my son and I could have spent an entire Saturday digging and hacking in an enormous hedge, but instead, we opened our minds, came up with a different approach, and created a more effective and fun experience. In addition to that, we found another use for my old truck. With the heart of a lion. Yes. (laughs) The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast, was written and recorded by Brianna Korn and Joe Folkman and produced by Singer Folkman with music by Pleasant Pictures. If you're interested in learning more about Sanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly webinar series hosted by Jack Sanger and Joe Folkman, visit our website at sangerfolkman.com. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on sangerfolkman.com. 